Hello, ladies and gentlemen, listeners to this podcast. Here we are again, ready to talk about cool world. Cool. It's like a cool world. I fucking, I really enjoyed the movie. <laughs> when you, yeah, it was definitely fun to watch. Yeah. When you think about that title, though, cool, like, do you think that they thought that that world would be cool to live in? Yeah, I mean, I think I never well, really that, gave it much thought, but. I mean, wouldn't it? You can get, there's only one rule in Cool World. Don't fuck the cartoons. <laughs> Don't fuck the cartoons. That's cartoons the are rule. not to fuck the noids. Noids is a terrible name for humans, but I think that world was is hell. Like if <laughs> I was so in there, chaotic. I would be freaking out. <laughs> there are those weird things that were running across the screen all the time. Yeah. I mean, but that's the why? point. But that's the point, Michael. <laughs> and like because is cool world like Brad Pitt's um, true life was so bad that the real human world was scary to him you know like okay well let's kind of let's kind of um talk about like the basic structure like the basic plot here which by the way spoiler alert there's no plot this movie had (laughs) kind of no plot i remember i I, like paused it to see 41 minutes in and there had nothing had happened except for that these cartoons were trying to look hot I mean, hypersexualized. Yeah, give a synopsis, and then let's get into All right. it. All right, here's the basic outline, as I could guess. I mean, so Brad Pitt comes home from war and takes a weird motorcycle ride with his mom where she's, like, enjoying it a lot. <laughs> the year like is 1945. A... Yeah, that's still, you, people didn't fuck their moms in 1945. <laughs> she was, like, on the back of that motorcycle, like... Soaking wet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Really Feeling those vibrations on the. She was. She she was like leaning over, like kissing him on his neck, or like it was just too too intimate of a motorcycle ride for a mom. Yeah. Maybe maybe that was the mom that he was talking about in that interview from across the tracks. Anyway, um, they're going on this motorcycle ride. They get hit by some drunk drivers who were coming out of a place called gambling. <laughs> and, <laughs> They leave gambling and they get in their car and they just hit them in the motorcycle and they fall and um, mom dies. Brad Pitt, I can't couldn't tell if he was dying or not. And I also couldn't tell what made him go to Cool World. So simultaneously, Cool World exists. And here this is my biggest uh, plot hole in this whole thing, Okay, which is yeah. that it starts in Las Vegas in 1945. Yeah. And. In 1945, simultaneously as he's on the motorcycle with his mom, there's a professor in Cool World, which is this toon world. Yeah. Um, And he's, like, trying to break out into the real world. Okay? So he just so happens to, like, peek into the human world right when Brad Pitt is at the most despair he's ever been in his life. And he tried to switch places. And he tried to switch places. And I... It turns out later that he did end up staying there. Anyway, here was my here was my we find out throughout the course of the movie that Cool World is a comic book um, written by this guy. What was his name again? Um, uh, Jack. Jack, right? right? Yeah, his name was Jack. <coughs> Jack um, his name was Jack Deebs. Jack Deebs, yes. Um, had created this. So then we cut to 1992. See, okay. This is my thing. That's my point is that the movie starts in 1945 and cool world already exists, but there's no way that Jack was alive in 1945 to create cool world. No, I think maybe if anything, what it is is that there's kind of like a cool world. Once cool world exists, it's kind of outside of the normal time space continuum. And so it like, he has that weird, like, like I don't know the time travel stick or like the dimension stick that makes them. What's it called? They call it the point or something. They call it what is it called? They call it the spear. Yeah, the the spear. Something. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it that he has that, and like I think he just like opened, and it just happened to be 1945 in the place that he opened. But like he was technically 
1992 because that's when Jack created him. You know? It's just that they can travel time because Brad Pitt doesn't Oh, age. so they go back in time, basically. I think he maybe went back in time because in his world – it's like not in our world where there's linear time. It's okay, like so he went back in time to pick this particular guy. Not on purpose. I think he just like kind of was like, oh, here's the real world. And look, it's 1945. Right. You know, that's my best guess. Yeah, I think that was really um, a conundrum for me. Thank you for solving it. I don't know if I solved it, but it's the only way I can make sense of it. OK, so we yeah so that happens the the weird professor thing which i thought was going to play a bigger role but didn't really come back until the very very end mm-hmm. and also there was this weird spooky gangstery kind of guy who was kind of sleuthy <laughs> who i thought was going to be a bad guy he looked villainous and he had those three little gremlins that goons. followed him around his goons that I, yeah his goons and i thought those guys were going to do something but they just were annoying. Well, okay, so they that this is another thing about this movie that I actually really enjoyed is that I thought that yeah, it was going to be because basically Brad Pitt comes to Cool World and becomes like the sheriff of Cool World. So I'm thinking there's going to be some like toon drama, but then like a wrench is thrown in and it's all about sex. The whole fucking movie's about sex. Yeah, that was weird. Unexpected. I was ready for a plot, Space Jam esque plot. Exactly right. Not did not happen. No antics, just fucking and sucking. <laughs> no antics. Hollywood had an orgasm on camera. I mean to say, and by the way, do you know her name is spelled Holly H O L L I Wood W O U L D? Yeah, like who's going to? Which one of these cartoons is gonna fuck fake looking Willem Dafoe? Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood. If anyone um, would, Hollywood. <laughs> Gabriel Byrne stars in it. Gabriel Byrne and okay, I love him. Quick fun fact: they the um, the director. Uh, I forget his name. All of a sudden, his name is um, Frank Mancuso. Yeah, he really wanted Willem Dafoe. Yeah, <laughs> and he got uh, Byrne, which is like he looks like Willem Dafoe. A bit. He's like Willem Dafoe knockoff. Like, I thought it was Willem Dafoe at the beginning. But, see, I read that Ralph Bakshi, the producer, wanted Brad Pitt to play Jack. Yeah, that too. They wanted Brad Pitt to play Jack and Drew Barrymore to play Hollywood. Yeah. Which, and what Brad a pair that said Brad wanted to play Jack, but he ended up Which I'm up glad being... he didn't. That would have made him weird. Right. He wasn't, he's not bad boy enough. No, oh, this is my other issue that I had with it. And I say issue not in like a bad way because it was still fun to watch, but it was there's just a lot of, a lot of questions. That's yeah, all. Yeah, a lot um, of questions. It was yeah, almost like, like they came up with this technology to like put cartoons and humans together and then they just were like, let's use this for an hour on a very loose plot line. Well, here's – okay. The, so the original plot, the idea for the original story was to create a live action human – uh, who has sex with a um, a cartoon, and they create a hybrid child. The live-action human goes back to live-action world, and then the child, the hybrid child, visits the real world to murder the father who abandoned him. Whoa, wild and crazy kids. And that sounds kind of like a, like a story that has an arc. I am but into this it. One, right? I was into it. I was like, I could watch that movie. But then, like, I think it's because um, the director said a lot about how, like, the studio changed a lot of stuff from his original vision. And I think that's probably kind of along the lines of, like, oh, um, this part of the story is not going to work for us. We're going to need you to change this. And he's like, well, I'm not changing this. And they're like, okay, well, it's going to be a weird movie then. And it (laughs) just is. (laughs) Right. Well, okay, let's finish the storyline then, I guess. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Because I so, have some things to talk about, just like the technology that they used and the way in which, well, oh, the acting, yeah. the sets. Oh, the acting. Okay. But um, so there's a lot of sexual tension for about twenty to thirty minutes after the after Brad Pitt ends up in Cool World. There's just sexual tension for a while, <laughs> and then between him and busty blonde Hollywood, Hollywood and his wife i guess and i don't know his brunette girlfriend yeah who... who i really okay so hollywood um when she she finally breaks up basically hollywood all she wants in the world is to go to the real world human world so she can have sex with every man 
in human world. Yeah. She's um, thirsty. She breaks out by having sex with Jack, who she's coaxed into the world that he's created. I'm sorry. Did you say coaxed? <laughs> coaxed. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> coaxed? Is that not a word? Coaxed. You know, I'm just going to let everyone know that one of us is a little bit hungover today. I'm not going to say who. <laughs> but uh, here's a hint. A it's not me. <laughs> I think coaxed, maybe. Coaxed in the past. Coaxed it. Anyway, she lured him in through his dreams. Meanwhile, okay, so so Jack has created this world. Uh huh. He's created Hollywood. Yep. He Jack, when we first meet him, is in prison, and he's thanking his drawing of Hollywood <laughs> for getting him through these hard times in prison. So what? I'm wondering what he's thanking her for. What did she do for you? He's masturbating to her. Okay, yeah. Well, that's She's what I was like his to, fake he said it. <laughs> He's ejaculating <laughs> on his own drawings. <laughs> yeah. God. I'm so sorry. This movie is so filthy. Look, if anyone listened to this, if anyone watched this movie, then they won't be offended by what we're saying because it's not as weird as the movie even. No, the movie. But it was enjoyable the whole time. Maybe it was because I yeah. was thinking about this podcast while I was watching it. So I was thinking about things I could say. And there's a lot yeah. to say. Anyway, nope. so she she breaks out into the into the human world. She and it's not a hundred percent clear how or why, but like <laughs> she wants to have sex with humanoids for some reason. Oh, is that why it's called noids? Yeah, humanoids. Kling kaboom in my brain. There you go. I did. Um, I was like, "Why did? Where did they come up with this word noids for?" <laughs> yeah, it's a stupid, stupid word. But, um, yeah, uh, it's bad. Like, I uh, at one point, Brad Pitt says, "Like, she wants to uh, all hell will break loose." No, no, I wrote it down. Break. I wrote it down. He said, oh. "This is going to the b-, <laughs> in his like sincere acting performance. Yeah, he's like he's- giving it his." all because it's still in his early career he's still got like it's a little bit of the same as like cross the tracks where he's just like acting anyway he but goes, you gotta remember he was by himself for most of this movie well so. and it's painfully clear for <laughs> all of the humanoids in this film it is painfully clear there's it's not seamless at all which i enjoy so, because I know, like the whole thing fun. about like movie magic is that you're not supposed to see how the movie's made right you're not supposed no. to see like yeah how the magic is done but you can fucking clearly tell. And I wonder, like, if I was watching this in 1992, if I would be kind of wowed by it, but because we have such amazing animation now. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, but there was a part where he picked up a drink at the bar, and then, like, as he was going to set it down, you could see that he was just holding a popsicle (laughs) stick. (laughs) Like, the animation wasn't perfectly blended with his hand. And he was holding a popsicle stick in his hand. And I just, I, it's like they didn't even go back and try to fix it you 25 years later. You can see the clear, clear direction. You can see, it's almost like we were on set with them because it was also, yeah. the sets themselves in Toon World were like stage sets. Yeah, it was like a like a theater, like they were theater flats and like it was made out of yeah. foam core. And yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. Um, which is wild because it had a $30 million budget. I guess that's how much yeah. it costs to $30 make. million dollar budget, but it only made $14 million. Yeah. Lifetime gross. Yeah. $5 million opening weekend. Not great. Not great, Bob. So, um, but anyway, so she breaks out and Brad Pitt like whips to the camera and he goes, this is going to be the biggest shitstorm the cool world has ever seen. <laughs> what? I want to know. I wish they would explain just like what was going to happen. What could possibly happen? And what about Cool World isn't already a shitstorm? It's a mess. It's a chaotic, hellish landscape that I do not ever want to be stuck in. The thing is, when Willem Dafoe was stuck in Cool World the first time, he was like, His wow, name this... is not Willem Dafoe. Well, yeah. it's, close. it's pretty close. It's Gabriel Dafoe. <laughs> I disagree. I, I mean, okay. Carry on. Gabriel did fine. You know, I'm sorry, Gabriel. If you listen to this, Gabe, baby, you were great. He was totally, um, totally fine. He was fine. Yeah. Brad could have done it better. But um, anyway, the first time he goes, he's like, uh, he's like, wow, this is fascinating. And I'm like, I wouldn't be fascinated. I would be like, someone drugged me. I'm overdosing. I hope <laughs> I don't die here. 
<laughs> right. He's like, wait, did I actually get out of prison or was I put in the chair and now I'm in hell? Right. And what did yeah, he do exactly. to get in prison? Oh, he killed um, someone that he found in bed with his wife. Remember? Remember when oh. he was in the store? Okay, that was a really funny moment when he was in the store and he was like He's signing in a autographs. Comic book store. Comic book store, and and he's signing autographs, and that guy is like, um, God, what did he say? He said something like, "Did you get out of jail already? Um, are you? Do you remember that guy you?" You, you, know, you remember why you went to jail? The guy you killed for seeing who you saw in bed with your wife? Or something like that where he just they like really, said it? They really needed to cover why he was in prison without covering it at all. They needed to like really – that is like such a movie school thing to do. Yeah. It's to be like, okay, we that need to know why. We're just going to put it in one line in the script. And have him but, be flustered and walk out. It's like such a – like no one would ever say that. Like remember the guy you killed? <laughs> Which guy? Which guy? The one you found in bed with your wife? Oh, yeah. yeah. Him. yeah, yeah. It's funny because we're trudging through all of these early 90s movies. We're like, outside of Thelma and Louise. Every movie we've seen, the scripts have just been like nightmare. Yeah. Well, it's weird because, well, it's, it makes sense, though. I mean, Brad Pitt is not yet a star. And he doesn't really have a whole lot of I mean, he probably has some choice that he can make. Like he's like probably got some options, but he's probably trying to I mean, he obviously did the right thing because he ended up fine. It's just that those early he didn't have the option like, hmm, am I going to do right? He took anything that was coming his way. Pretty much. Like, I think he had like three options and he was like, is it Cool World or another across the tracks? You know what I mean? He was like, oh, Cool World. Right. Cool World. And Cool World had a, had a names. It had King ba- Kim Basinger in it. Yeah. She was a name. And it, it, the, 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 the director had made other movies that were like did well. Yeah. Like, he has a following. This is a big deal a for him. And a $30 million budget. It's a, he was a lead right. role in a $30 million budget movie, yeah, which that's is great. good. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, On paper. <laughs> and so, yeah. So – Basically, just to finish the plot line, which we don't really know, uh, Hollywood, the blonde cartoon version of Kim Basinger. How do you say her name? I don't know. I think it's Basinger. Maybe. Kim, whatever. So Hollywood bones Jack and becomes Kim Basinger. Basinger. Damn it. It's going to kill me. Um, And, like, ventures out into... Las Vegas, current day Las Vegas, 1992 Vegas, and then like goes wild and crazy. Oh my God. She like, first of all, what was Jack thinking bringing her out of the house? She is unhinged. <laughs> because he's in love with her. She was. Yeah. Um, um, but he's like, genuinely in love with her, which I thought was very off-putting and makes him It's weird because person. he created her. Yeah. Why didn't she have more reasonable qualities? Right. He's in love with her. Basically, all hell's about to break loose. She needs to get the spear of cartoons to, like, keep the door open. Um, Yeah. The, like, door between Cool World and the human world. She... He stops her, and in the act of stopping her, becomes his own cartoon superhero. And then lives with Cool World. Which was bizarre. Yeah, and then lives with Cool World... As he, they're like get married, and he's like, "You're gonna live with me forever, Hollywood." And him get married. Wait a minute, I missed that. They got married. Well, no, he's like, "You're gonna live with me forever, and you're mine now." And she goes, "The last line of the movie is goes pencil dicks." Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> she keeps calling everybody pencil dicks. <laughs> it's like I think it's an insult because they're drawn with pen, maybe. Hey, bada boom, kablooey. Really great, great. Well, they have that pen that they use. Yeah, pens are like like guns in, in Cool World. Yeah, because you can, if you have a pen, you can suck up the characters around you. Yeah. Meanwhile, okay. Brad Pitt falls, Brad Pitt dies in the, tune, in the real world. No, he dies in, oh yeah, well. He dies in the real world. Uh-huh. Then he's brought back to Toon World and cool turned world. into Cool World. Yeah. And turned into a tune. And he can finally yes. have sex with his brunette. Basically, he's been abstaining from sex with his brunette tune friend. And I Here's really the- was looking forward to seeing who she would transform into as a human. I know. I was too. 
Okay, I have a theory though about this. I because I did not. It took me a long time to figure out that if you have sex, honestly, I didn't know. Like I didn't realize that if <laughs> if the if the doodles have sex with a person, that they turn into a person. Right. I didn't know that well, until it was happening to Hollywood. Exactly, and I think they did that on purpose. Okay, so then I thought maybe Brad Pitt doesn't know that either, and Brad Pitt just knows like you can't do it. He's been don't told. know why. Yeah. You just can't do it. And I thought, like, what a perfect scenario for a deeply closeted homosexual who is – he has a shitty life in the real world. Mm-mm. He goes to Toon World where he's like, wait a minute. I'm not allowed to fuck anybody here. I can just um, deep in the closet. And then his girlfriend's like, oh, baby, I want to have sex. Be. And he's like <laughs> – <laughs> and he's like, no, can't do it, babe. You're a cartoon. I can but you're see so it. hot. I you're see so what you're hot. saying. But see, this was the, like, this was the like ethos of the film. This was the like director and writer being like, okay, now this is where we're going to have some real heart, which was that his true human world was so sad and depressing. And he took so much responsibility for killing his mom that he just wanted to run away. We all, as humans, wish we had a place we could run away to, like Cool World, where there's no rules. You're not held accountable for anything. And he's like, I fucked up so bad in my previous life that I'm going to be a rigid fucking dick in this one. Yeah. And that's also a recurring theme in um, all sorts of media, that if you are allowed access to a world where you don't have consequences, you just want to fuck everything. Yeah. Like in Westworld. Like Westworld. Don't even get me started on Westworld. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We won't get into it. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I have a lot to I don't say know. about that show. Not yeah, well, it. Not this podcast. Unless maybe unless Brad Pitt makes a little cameo, then we can have I can a Westworld moment. Um, um, he would be great for that show. This movie got – I thought this was interesting. It has a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But it has four stars on Amazon, four out of five. That's probably because – when it came out, it was take, supposed to be taken seriously because it was coming right off the heels of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was big hit. Fuck and yeah, also, I love that movie. Yeah. And so they were trying to like kind of ride that wave a little bit, and it wasn't the same, and it was like confusing. I mean, it's confusing. If you tr- try to take that movie seriously, you would have not a good time because it doesn't make any sense. And also, it's just so weird how much of it is about sex. Like, so fucking right. weird. It's really jarring. Like it settles into you about like a half an hour and you're like, wait a minute, we're actually watching <laughs> yeah. a movie because you do, you think it's going to be a who framed Roger rabbit type situation. Yeah. You're like, there's like a mom boss and like there's drama, but it's not, no, it's not at all. It's literally all about sex and her Hollywood is so, so hypersexualized. I was like, the way they drew her is sexy. I mean, it's gross. Like you almost see her like, camel toe a bunch there's, and like yeah, there's a moment where he leaves the room like he comes to confront her about how he, she he knows she's trouble and she like he leaves and she's left alone in her apartment like sort of like um bemoaning and like oh, being sad i know exactly what you're talking about and yeah. she spreads her spreads legs, her legs. And, yeah. like, and like sinks into the couch and i'm like if i was attracted to women i would be aroused by this film I, it's it's unfortunate I that you're a gay about man how many because teenagers? I want to know I want a male's straight male's perspective on this. Like okay, if first they of all, find her, do not thought, shame me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. How a hex on you? <laughs> um, no, I just mean like because you don't. Did you find her to be attractive? Well, She's hot. No, she. Is I mean, hot, I though. found that I figured I could figure out that she was hot. <laughs> like right. supposed but, to be hot, but like I'm wondering like. Even if they drew like a really sexy, like, guy. Well, this was another problem for me. Brad Pitt looks great in this movie. Remember last week, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm not attracted to Brad Pitt anymore." This is we've seen too many. He's hot again. He's good looking again. Here's I had a thought on that too because I was thinking you cast Brad Pitt, who at the time was coming off Thelma and Louise yeah. and Johnny Swade. Yeah. Um, both of those movies and uh, Too Young to Die, which he wasn't like super hot in that, but he was 
you know, anyway, um, you cast Brad Pitt and then you don't make him look super sexy. Like he had, he was only hot in the beginning when it was like, Whoa. when he was a good boy. No, on the motorcycle with, I mean, with the mom, I was like with, I was like in my, in the mom's shoes, but he, he like didn't like the rest of the movie. He was just like in a baggy suit, like kind of mumbling the whole time. He wasn't like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like they, they sort of miss an opportunity to like, Make Brad well, Pitt the, sexy. I think this is the first movie we've seen in which we don't see his abs at any point. He's clothed yeah. the whole time. It's true. Yeah, he's fully clothed the whole time. And like they were so focused on um, making the cartoon sexy, I guess, that they didn't. Well, they didn't need to make him sexy. He didn't need to be sexy for this role. But, no, but my he, point he didn't was. Need to be, but his acting was. He's acting by himself. I don't know. What I was going to say, though, is that Hollywood transforms into the like hottest most gorgeous woman and it's a really it led me to the question of oh my god i have so many thoughts basically when brad pitt becomes a cartoon he is not hot at all he's not even remotely attractive as a cartoon and the women are like no sex ba-boom 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 and he as a as a fucking tune is like nada boyish well i think that maybe it's because they were trying to make him have this boyish charm about him and she was this, like, like oh, innocence I, yeah, I bring. I just want to circle back to the gay, to you being a gay man, and I feel bad for shaming you. <laughs> <laughs> but I just mean yeah, like well, I remember because like I am attracted to men, and I've been attracted to cartoons. Did you ever watch Daria? Yeah. Do you Not remember lot, Trent from Daria? I had no. a legitimate crush on Trent from Daria, who was a cartoon. He was like so fucking cool. I don't know if I've had any cartoon crushes. I don't think that I have. Wait. Yeah, I mean, guaranteed there are men who masturbate to this film over Hollywood. Yeah, I was like, thinking about that too. Like, I wonder how so many sexy. like teenagers were like, holy shit, look <laughs> yeah. at that. Look yeah. at that ass on that car. But then I was thinking about the animators. Like, the men who were like locked away. Because animation at that time was like really strenuous. And you had to draw frame by frame, cell by cell. So these men are just like sitting in in their animation studio, probably fucking. I don't know, man. You think I don't know? I don't know about that. I think after at a certain point, it probably started to lose its magic. Um, but still, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, it was it was it was confounding to me. The other thing I wanted to know was what came first, the animation or the acting? It seems probably like they, the acting. It seems like it, but then. That annoys me because then they could have perfected the animation. Because it's a little yeah. bit off. You know? It's like they didn't give it their 100. It's like they went 90% on I, Do you know what I mean? Kind of. I think... Yeah, I don't know. It's like the, I think they maybe just did what they could with what they had. Like the acting was... It's hard for them to do anything interesting it's so uncomfortable when he like puts his arm over his girlfriend you can tell that he's just like standing there just and when he's massaging holding the phone. her <laughs> i forgot and about like it. his hands i wish <laughs> listeners maybe i'll put a video on instagram of his of hand doing, movement doing right now <laughs> it's, really it's making me real uncomfortable it's, that's how i felt yeah that's my point <laughs> to watch someone do this is not a comfortable thing no, like, and when he's like holding the phone, it's just like it's just his thumb up in the air. <laughs> I don't know. Every, it was like, there's a lot of weird things like that. It felt very like drama school. It felt very like this is how you act because you had to see them actually acting. It's very like improv-y. Like pick up the box, right? You know how right, heavy is the box name. that you're holding? But what was weird was the car that he drove was randomly a real car. I mean. Maybe, but then I, so, once he got out of it, it would cut back and the car would be a cutout of a car. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, that's – I'm wondering how much of the budget – I think they probably shot their wad on animation and so they like lost all their money on sets. Like they couldn't – they had probably had a small <laughs> art budget, art department budget. Shot their wad on um, – And they shot their wad on Kim Basinger. Basinger, <laughs> damn it. And they shot their wad – on animation that's why it was such an expensive movie to make i don't know how i feel about the sentence they shot their water on Kim <laughs> <Esther>. <laughs> well jack did strong statement jack sure did 
Yeah, okay, that scene really I was like so taken aback. I was like, I Shocking. can't believe I was like, wait a minute, are they fucking right now? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I that's didn't expect I it. I was like, I know she wants it really bad. And like that's the thing, is like all of these cartoons, like even like Ladybug's Bunny, yeah. um Lola Lola Bunny or whatever her name is. Yeah. Even she is like supposed to be like sexy. But like you, you, I don't know. My brain never goes so far as to think like, what would it be like to fuck that thing? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And I so like, even though Hollywood is acting all promiscuous or whatever, my brain doesn't really fully go to like what it would be like to fuck her. <laughs> right. And right. so I just am like, oh, <laughs> she's like this sexy, like little too sexy, like creepy sexy. Creepy and sexy. All of a sudden. She's like sitting on him, and I'm like, "Oh, he's inside her right <laughs> yeah, now." He's inside her. This two D her. Yeah, I mean, it is problematic. What the fuck what, is wrong with him? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? Clearly, he's a maniac. But you yeah. see, I guess that was my problem. Like, he, we find out that he's killed his. Uh, he killed his, the man who fucked his wife. But we want to like him, and I and I was kept thinking that maybe we were going to come around and find out that he didn't actually do it. But he did. Nah, he did it. He did it. He did it. And no, so, he like, did. he's a crazy person. The problematic thing for me is, like, okay, we get it. She, like, wants to have sex. But, like, <laughs> so <laughs> badly and with everyone. Yeah, when, they, when he took her in the real world to, like, that jazz club or whatever. Yeah. few things with that moment. <laughs> um, first of all. Start small. Maybe start with like a walk around the block or something. See how she does interacting no, with other No, it's Vegas, people. baby. Even yeah, just like see how she interacts before you take her somewhere where like people know you. <laughs> um and then she just goes right up on stage and says, what does she say like I want you to like I want to have I want to she says something nasty like I want to fuck you or something like to the, just the MC and she's like give me a beat and like he's like all right, you heard the lady. Give her a It's like wait, what? And then he's like Hey, that's my lady. And he gets kicked out. Yeah, the the bouncer was like, oh, she's ours now, buddy. And he kicks him out. And it's like, wait a minute. It's, what? It makes no sense. It was like, yeah. honestly, I would say this movie is like somebody's brain ejaculation. Just being like, I want to have sex with a cartoon. Somebody who like loved Somebody... comic books growing up and like maybe – actually – the brunette and the blonde really smacked of Betty and Veronica from Archie Comics. Totally. Did totally. Ever, they look almost exactly yeah. like them. Yeah, they do. Um, somebody didn't have sex for a month or jerk off. And right. then they took acid and r- <laughs> right. wrote this movie. This person who wrote this movie never had sex with a human being <laughs> because they were like infirmed or really hyper nerdy comic book nerds. And so they yeah. created this woman that they wanted to fuck who also was insatiable for intercourse. Yeah. Um, but it was enjoyable to watch. Like it was like – I was like laughing to myself because it made no I sense. I was too. And I kind of appreciated all of the practical sets even though it looked a little corny sometimes. I agree. I, agree. Like, I was all like – I like what they did. Like yeah, I like the effort. For all of my criticisms, it was like a lovely romp. It's not a movie that we should sit here and talk seriously about. You know, it's like no, you can't because be we're going to give it one star. Well, but that's be, not right. That's movie. It would be stupid of us to like take this movie seriously because it doesn't take itself seriously. Okay, I have a few questions that I want to ask. Um, just general questions. Yeah. That that I was thinking as I was watching this. Um, first of all, am I supposed to want to fuck this cartoon? Yes. And I think that's a yes. Follow-up question. Am I supposed to want to fuck the car that the cartoon is driving? Because that car had a booty. <laughs> a big, <laughs> plump butt. Really? You didn't notice? No. That car was kind of sexy. And I'm like, wait a minute. Michael. Fucking wow. right in the tailpipe. Oh, You're like, kidding. listen, I'm um, not into Hollywood, but I am I into a nice round booty. <laughs> Anywhere that it can be car. found. I will find my own thing to fuck. <laughs> and then there's another question that I had. What happens if you fuck that weird spider? <laughs> it would become a spider. Like it a become... real giant spider? Just like... <laughs> shoes and a hat and a cigar. <laughs> Lots of cigar butts. Lots of hate. Lots of cigar butts. Cigarette, cigar butts all over the place. Or, I mean, any of those aliens. Like, what if you had sex with any of them? Would they... <laughs> They'd be real. 
Maybe that's the biggest catastrophe that Brad Pitt was talking about. Like, oh no. You mean the biggest these... shitstorm the cool world has ever seen? Yes, yeah, he's like, oh no, all these aliens in cool world are so sexy. It's so, I'm the only one who can restrain. Nobody else will be able to, and this hell's going to break loose. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, can Brad Pitt go back? That's the question that I had. Can he go back to the real world if he wanted to? He did. Uh, what's the deal? Yeah, he did, but at some point. But oh, you like, mean as a cartoon? No, in. Oh, no. I think if he went back in the end, if he went back, he would be in the same state he was when he left, which was almost dead. What I'm saying to you is this. He could go back. He could have gone back any time. But how? And why? He just didn't want to? He didn't want to because he was running away from how scary and terrible and the bad shit that he he killed his own mother. He's guilty. This is my point. This This was like the whole ethos of the film I was trying to say earlier. It's like... He could at any time have gone back. And Hollywood called him on it. She was like, you're a loser. Like, you're just running away from your problems here. You can go back. You don't know how good you got it. Because she wanted to be a human so bad. She calls him on it. And then he's like, the only way I can go back is to repair the damage I've done by trying to save the whole world. And dying a martyr. Ugh. Fucking martyrs. Um, Okay. I guess that makes sense. But I just... It wasn't clear for a lot of the movie. I mean, I had that question... At like the hour mark, I was like, "Wait, <laughs> so he can go back? Why yeah. hasn't he got like he wasn't? He didn't go back because he was running away from his problems and he was scared of the real world. And I get it, you know, the real world is fucking scary. Yeah, I could live in a Toon world if it wasn't that Toon world. Like yeah. if it was a Toon world that or I drew all the characters, right? That was a nightmare. some hot cartoons. That Toon world is a hellscape. It's just like really a lot all the time. <laughs> There's just like a lot going on all the time." It's always dark. It's always dark. Never daytime. And she lives at the at the penthouse of that whirly swirly building. <laughs> I was like, Damn. yeah, it would suck to be at like one of the side apartments. It's like yeah. a complete angle. Yeah. Um. Um. So yeah, I liked it. I was, I liked it. Is there anything else we can talk about? I wanted to also talk more about the world of 1992 because I I got a few funny facts. Okay, let's hear them. So, okay, 1992 was the year that Bill Clinton was elected. Oh. Which, obviously. But this was really funny, this one fact that I read. So George W. George H.W. Bush is the president at the time. Mm-hmm. He... <laughs> I didn't know about this. I wonder if you did. He... Um... Shit. Sorry. Hold on a second. Oh, here's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. 1992 was the first year that Cartoon Network was a thing. Oh, so I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if Who Framed Roger Rabbit had anything to do with that. Right, and this I think it was like the 1992 was a very like toony world. Like we were crossing um, dimensions. Crossing dimensions. We were like we we can play with tunes if we want to. Um, but the funny thing that I wanted to say, which I can't find now. Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Here it is. Ready? Yeah. So it was the year that the Cartoon Network was invented. But get this. That year, President George H.W. Bush vomited on the Japanese Prime Minister during a steak dinner. <laughs> Wait, I think I heard about that before. But it's like, why don't we talk about that more often? I, I had never heard of that. I was, like, looking through the facts of 1992, and it was, like, you know, it was also the year of the Rodney King riots. It was, like, a big year. Yeah. But I'm, like, going through, and, you know, like, the end of the Cold War officially, and then it's, like, President George H.W. Bush vomited on Japanese Prime Minister. I was, like, what? (laughs) It's pretty cartoony. I didn't know presidents vomited. Yeah. They fell on Prime Ministers. Like, George, go find a plant. (laughs) Go find a bush or yourself yeah. or like just not on the prime minister of Japan. I don't remember, but that must have been huge news. That must have been If hilarious. Twitter existed in 1992, can you imagine? Uh, Twitter would have had a ball with that. Can you imagine if Donald Trump threw up on somebody? Ew. Oh, that would, that would Everything about Donald list. Trump is disgusting. Yeah. Another interesting fact was okay. Hurricane Andrew hit Florida. Destro- destroying a facility housing um, Burmese pythons and release them into the native. Like there's, there were no pythons or snakes in Florida until this hurricane happened, and now oh, wow. Florida's overrun by pythons because of that storm that happened in 1992. Oh, interesting. <laughs> cool because, world. Yeah, cool world. 
And then the cost of a Super Bowl ad in 1992 was eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars, which is pretty fucking Holy steep. Holy Jesus! Yeah. How much um, are they now? Do you know? Like millions and millions. I can tell you actually. We have a Google machine. I mean, and these aren't for the featured ones. Like the average cost. Right. Is four million? No, sorry. In 2018, it was five million dollars. million. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Here's a random fun fact. (laughs) Um, I know we briefly talked about how they originally wanted Brad Pitt to play Jack Deebs. Yeah. But then Gabriel Byrne eventually got the role. I guess some of the executives from um, Universal or Paramount, I forget. Was it Universal? Yeah. They were like, Screw that no charisma, Brad Pitt. We only want burn. Gabriel burn. And they just like were yelling burn. Yes, burn. Hey. <laughs> it's like, oh. Burn, baby, burn. Burn. Only Gabriel burn. Yeah. No charisma, Brad Pitt. I mean, I mean he's, he's a... the king of charisma. He, yeah, he grows into his charisma. He doesn't really have a lot, to be honest. To be fair, yeah, to be fair, he didn't have the only movie he had charisma in was Thelma and Louise, but he was also directed by Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. He was so. directed by Ridley Scott. And he really, all he needed to do was be hot. But he was so much more than hot. Okay, we're going to keep going back to Thelma and Louise. Still not <laughs> um, um, I read that Ralph Bakshi was almost fired and sued by Frank Mancuso Jr. for punching him in the nose after he told them that the script was going to be changed to that original script that you were talking about. Like from the one with the arc to what it is now. Yeah, well. Who fucking made that decision? Who at Universal was like... Let's change the story to sex with tunes. I think that he sort of pitched it as like a hard R rated like version of who framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. And so with that in mind, which is a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And then the arc he had was also a great idea. And they were like, yes to that. And then they were like, it's not, really hard R and it's not, it doesn't have that sex appeal and like, it doesn't, it's hard to get a big name attached. Like right. it'd be cool if we could get Kim Bassinger or Basinger. Um, you know, I bet you it was something along those lines where they just wanted like something a little more sexy. And so right. they went just over the top. They went over the top and yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. Uh, I read also that as a publicity stunt, stunt. Oh, it wasn't Universal. It was Paramount. Oh, Paramount placed a huge cutout of Hollywood on the D of the Hollywood sign in LA. Did you read oh, that? Oh yeah, I did. I saw that, and then people were mad, and I I would be mad too because it's like, all right, let's not. I don't want to look at the Hollywood sign and see some different advertisement every time I look. Right, and so they had to pay a shitload of money to rebuild LA right after the Rodney King riots. So yeah. they were already spent. There was all these. Because I think the Rodney King riots, like, they lost millions of dollars in damages just from the riots alone. Oh, yeah. It was insane. Right. So they basically contributed a bunch of money when people got mad that they put Hollywood up there to pay for fixing L.A. after the riots. It's a bummer that that publicity stunt didn't even work and they still only made $5 million on their opening weekend. Yeah, well, because, again, it was like this movie almost got there. But didn't. It did. You're right. It's. It was like. I, I wonder what could have been done to make it what would have been like. Uh, maybe if it was funnier. Like if they had a, a little bit more of a sense of humor about the sexiness of it. Like a purposeful sense of humor, yeah, not think, so much a. I think you're right. I think funniness. I think also an actual plot line would have been good. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> you know? Maybe. Yeah, a plot line would help for sure. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I liked his hair in this movie. He has a smaller pompadour in this hair. In this movie, he has a hairstyle similar to yours. Yeah, this is. Yeah, this is that was more similar to my hair too, and I think you look good. I mean, obviously, I'm a little biased because I'm like, what if I was like, that's a hideous hairstyle. <laughs> No, I yeah, think no. it was good. It was good hair from because it was hair from 1945, like when people really still cared about doing their hair. Like in the 
twenties, thirties, and forties, people fucking did their hair up to the fifties. Yeah. Then in the sixties, everybody was like, "Fuck this! I'm Who going cares? Out. I'm going to be yeah. hippies." I think I'm going to give him a five for hair because it's not extraordinary, um, and I think we're not to the point yet that uh, maybe I'll give it a six. We're not to the point yet that they people have realized that his hair can do anything. It can do anything. I know. I you know what I mean. I'm gonna give him a five. I mean, I'd give it a seven or an eight, even seven, an eight. Wow, I just well, don't it's think well it's that. Like, it does. It's it nothing is well to done. write home about, but for what it is, it's good. The thing is, is sometimes his hair makes him his whole thing look so much I know. sexier. I and know. this is in this particular case, it doesn't really add much to him, which is why I think that a five, maybe a six, because it's like it's not bringing a whole lot to the table, but it looks good. Um, yeah. and, but the thing is, it looks good because anything will look good on him. <laughs> so it's fine. Well, that's why I'm actually, I was going to say tune in next week because next week is a river runs through it. And that's, long oh yeah, I'm excited to watch that one. This will be our first like ser- super serious high budget film with long hair. Interesting. Okay. So his hair, you're giving it uh possibly a seven. I'm saying seven. Let's stick with okay. seven. Another um, great Brad Pitt movie. Seven. I haven't seen that one either. I'm not gonna um, die. Uh, okay, so hair is seven for you. I give it a. I'll give it a six. Um, movie and then itself. movie itself. As far as as much as I enjoyed it, yeah, I'll give it a five. I I'm also gonna give it a five. I think that the four percent Rotten Tomatoes is pretty is too low. Like it's I harsh. would, if I was gonna give it a percentage, I would probably give it like a sixty-five percent well that's six stars <laughs> well six you know nine. what i mean like like i'm if getting like to, school grades out of a hundred yeah if we're um you know if we're rating it based on like how good of a movie it is it's like a a two <laughs> i'll tell you something a great way to rate movies in my experience actually this is my first movie rating experience um, <laughs> so i don't know why i said that but i would say that like a good litmus for it is do you ever want to watch this movie again i don't want to see any of the other movies we've reviewed except for thelma and louise more than once this one True. i would probably watch again one day True. just to like show people yeah it's a really fun movie to watch like with other people um if weed is involved yeah real super high when, when i was watching it which was making me giggle yeah. you know and like it so was fun. enjoyable it, because I think that's what's missing from it is that it's not funny. Like it they're not making it. They're not trying seriously. to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's why if you're trying to seriously review it, you're going to give it a low rating because it takes itself too seriously and it has a weird plot that doesn't make any sense. But if you're a little high and you're you're laughing at everything because you're high, then it's enjoyable because it's funny. Like it honestly is a funny movie. Yeah, it's funny because it takes itself seriously. Yeah. And again, like. Normally, you don't like to see how the sausage gets made in a movie. Like, you don't want to see them acting. Sets. You also don't want to see the set. Yeah, but I, I was into it for this one because I was like, it, it just is what it is, and it's such like a moment in time. Yeah, it and, is. And it, it's gonna hold up because it is good at accidentally being kind of good. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, we really haven't talked about Brad Pitt a lot in our podcasts. We don't. I wanted I don't to know. introduce. I feel like we're talking about him pretty constantly. Yeah, but I mean, like, I guess right now he's pretty boring. He's still with Juliette Lewis. Nothing's really. He's not really a tabloid guy yet. Yeah, um, but next week, viewers, I mean, listeners, I would like or, to introduce. Or listener. Him. Yeah, or crickets. <laughs> <laughs> or mom. <laughs> or mom. My mom definitely will not have gotten it this far. We're fifty minutes in. <laughs> this episode. My mom may tune out because of how much we talk about sex. Yeah. Um, we talk about – I said ejaculate a few times. You I said would, uh, blew their load on Kim. <laughs> shot their wad. Shot their wad is what you said. <laughs> um, okay, wait, um, wait, wait. Before we get too ahead of ourselves. So you're giving it a five. I'm giving it a five for the movie. Yeah. A seven for his hair, six for me. For acting. his acting, I say four. I was going to say the same. It's He's not a four. good. Not great, but it's like he's limited, so I mean, you're not going to fall too hard for that. But I, I want to give. I would actually say he's more of a three, but his sincerity in his role 
Like he's really he's trying. giving it his all, you, and that's a, it's off putting because it's like you don't want to see him trying so. He hard always does that though. It's hard yeah. to give him a low score on anything because he always really gives an his like best shot, and yeah. I appreciate that. Which is why I'm excited moving forward when he starts to do like actual serious movies, like serious good roles with big scripts, big directors. Yeah. Um, I hope that changes. It must change because I never noticed it before we started doing this. Well, I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. It, it doesn't change. He just gets better, you know? So that's yeah. what I'm giving before because he's still giving it his best. It's just his best isn't as good as it becomes later. Yeah, I think you're so, right. So four there. Cool. Um, so that wraps up Cool World. There is a movie, guys, that is a short film that I had to request from the Academy because it's not, um, you can't find it anywhere. So when that comes in, we'll watch it. It's called Contact. We'll slot it in to whatever movie we're watching mm-hmm. when we see it. So that's going to be kind of out of sync. Um, but next week is A River Runs Through It. Can't wait for that. Another good movie, allegedly. I've seen it. I used to love that movie. Another brother situation. Up. Yeah. If it's bad after you've said it's good multiple times, then I'm going to be pissed. No, I'm not going to be pissed, but I'm just going to. Well, I mean, I haven't seen it since you. I was maybe 15. Oh, so this will be interesting. It we'll could see. be really bad. But I have I, to say, like, I'm excited for the night this week where I get to go home, you know, and like watch a nice two hour, two and a half hour movie, you know, and just like dwell in the film for work. Okay. Yeah. If anybody wants to pay us, you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of work. This is a lot of work. <laughs> more work, more than, work I than I ever would um, Okay. Well. All right. I guess that's it. Thanks that's for it listening. for Cool World. See ya. Next week. Wouldn't want to be uh I almost just hung up on you. <laughs> don't shoot don't shoot your wad too many places. Goodbye. Okay, that's it for Cool World. Uh don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter we are at the Pits Pod and on Instagram we are this is the Pits Pod. Um and if you have any questions or uh, you have any comments or we were horribly wrong about something or you're very offended, please email us at our Gmail. This is the pitspod at gmail.com. Talk to you then. Bye. Tune in next week where we talk about A River Runs Through It. Uh, You can find it on Google Play, Amazon Prime, um, uh, YouTube, I think, and uh, Showtime. If you're rich, you can watch it there. Um, So, yeah.